0: You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial.
1: Jumbo Victor, let's start off in Kenya where Nairobi property is the sixth most expensive in Africa.
2: Zorisama Elvis. This is a report by Henley & Partners. They publish it every year, and it comes out around June, July. So this year's one, it's called the centi Millionaires Report. They, they they count the number of millionaires who are worth at least over 100, uh, are worth about $100 million. So they, the report finds they are just about 12% more of these people, 28,000 in the whole world and but now they also check what these people will pay, among other things, for their property and the the most expensive city in Africa to buy property at five thousand two hundred dollars per square meter is Cape Town but Nairobi is making putting on a show because it is at number six and and it's not surprising because a few years ago knights frank in in the u k also found that Nairobi was becoming the choice city for many investors who were looking for a second property or third property to, to, to invest in. And, and that is how maybe they are the sixth most expensive city in Africa, and they are going to be rising up those ranks. Remember, that being expensive means you're attracting people with real money, and that improves your per capita income.
1: And then in Rwanda, there are six students who developed tech to power China's first ever AI satellite.
2: Yeah, this is a partnership, Rwanda Space Agency. Rwanda wants to make itself the capital of aviation in Africa. And you see this, Elvis, in how they're using drones, because to, to operate drones, you need your Civil Aviation Authority to be on point, because anything that you put in the air, especially what they call unmanned aerial machines, or aircraft that are not fly- they are flying by themselves remotely, you need to have the certainty that there won't be collisions up in the air. but they have decided to make themselves this powerful space agency with in partnership with China, obviously the satellite. but the difference is although they are partnering with China. The people who are developing the software that goes in are Rwandan students and and, and it, it tells you that you you just need vision and courage to to implement what you decided to do to be differentiated to differentiate yourself and just watch these guys they they keep setting the bar higher and higher and it's it's a loss for us if we don't learn from them how they do things so, way. So, so.
1: And then there's a report that Africa's total export will hit $1 trillion by
2: 2035. This report is playing into, well, it's playing on the intra-Africa trade, that although trade in Africa, the exports are low at the moment. If the intra-Africa report gets, go, I mean, the intra-Africa trade goes according to this African continental free trade area that has now been seeing a lot of stride being made to promote intra-Africa trade, they should be hitting that. The question, though, is what percentage of that will be exports to other African countries? Currently, we are below 20% of those exports. Regions that are successful are having more than 50% of the exports going to countries in the same region. You had the story about circulating money in the same area six times before it leaves. That way you generate wealth. So although it might be $1 trillion by 2035, and that's reasonable to expect because of the recovery post-COVID of the world economy, how much of that will be in Africa trade? And I suppose for all of us, it should be aiming to make it at least thirty five percent of that.
1: Victor Homeshwana, I thank you so much for your time. He's the author of Africa is Open for Business. That's his first book. His second book, his latest book, is Africa Bounces Back. Victor is also the executive director for marketing and communication at the University of Limpopo.
0: You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide.